Brave Podcast Network. You don't need to matter to a man to matter. When you own your life, your worth, and your entire empire that you're building, Mm -hmm. and you're actually really doing it for you, you're going to attract the most amazing man. You're a swiping single mom, meaning you're a single mom that's online dating, you're swiping, you meet a guy, you're worried about everybody else he's talking to at the same time. How do you handle your mental strength during this time? And when is the right time for you to stand up for yourself and say, I want to be exclusive? This is the podcast to help you navigate that really weird moment of finally swiping right on a guy you like and then hoping he's just yours. <laughs> hey, I'm Amanda Carroll. My friend Sarah Lowwater is here. We are brave single moms and we're glad you're here for this podcast. So are you. So can we just go there? So Sarah comes over to record the podcast today and she's like, just like nervous have some anxiety. You know? oh, and it's, it's okay. I'm like, what's going on? And I didn't hear from you all the way. I think I t- sent a couple little texts out that was like, you good? Hey, turns out you met somebody cool that you're liking and you're just, you're waiting for the communication from him. You're waiting for the text. That's so uncomfortable. It's such an uncomfortable feeling. And you know, so, so I met him and we hung mm-hmm. out and, and here's the thing, like as a single mom, mm-hmm. I think I can speak for a lot of us, if not all of us. We get to be really choosy about the people that we let into our lives. You have to we be. Op- we have to be. We're we're mothers. We're yeah. single mothers, and so um, it's it's a rare occasion for me to f- meet somebody who's like green flag, green flag. Oh my gosh, there's no red flags. I like him <laughs> so much. And I met this guy, and and we you know got along so great, and and I love the way he made me feel and the way he treated me. We had an amazing weekend together. And then um, he, he goes back to work and he is kind of quiet today. And, it's a Monday. It's a Monday and he's at work, right? But that doesn't stop me from like the stories that I create in my own head of like, why isn't he talking? Is he not as into me? Maybe he doesn't like me and blah, 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 blah. And you can't focus on anything else because that's all you're thinking. Yes. Yes, I have been there. And mm-hmm. so with that, this weekend, I told him like, hey, I have done, been a single mom for 10 years. And one thing I know is that I'm not interested in casual dating. Mm-hmm. I know what I'm looking for. I know what I want. And this conversation that I'm about to have with you is very scary for me. But here's the deal. Mm-hmm. I don't want to casually date you. If you're dating me, yeah. then you can only date me. Ooh. And I'll only date you. And I was like, I know it's new. And so this might feel fast, but how would you feel about turning off your dating apps and giving this a real chance to see where it goes? If you're here for it, I'm here for it. <gasps> and he was like, yes, I'm, ah! I'm here for it. And, and then calls, calls, me, calls me into the room the, like 20 minutes later and he's like, hey, like, yeah, he goes, I just deleted my, my dating apps. Yes. Okay, great. So then why he said, yes, he said, let's, let's do it. It felt fast, but he agreed that, you know, if we're going to give, if you want to not be casually dating, then you have to Mm -hmm. turn off the dating and date each other. 
Because um, otherwise, it just turns out to be like a video game for single people. Yeah, and then and then you spend all of your time wondering where you stand and does he like me as much as I like him? Is he into me? Is he not into me? Is he dating other people who he likes yeah. more? How much of my energy should I invest in this? Instead, your 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 attention's being pulled in twenty different directions by these the swiping and the apps, and you're imagining his attention being pulled in all those directions too. It's just a recipe to drive yourself crazy. Yeah. Now, with that being said, I was still driving myself crazy. Um, but uh, at least there's a sense of awareness. And so today, I got to tell myself, don't create stories. He said he wants to be with you. He said he's deleted his apps. Mm-hmm. Just trust the position you hold in his life. Trust the, yeah. that he likes you as much as you like him. And if he doesn't, then good. Because you don't really want to be with someone who doesn't want to mm-hmm. be with you. You don't want to be a backup. No. You don't want to be a B. You don't want to be a C. No. You want to be an A. Everybody is somebody's A. <laughs> Everybody is somebody's yeah. first choice. And um, what Sarah said before we hit record on this podcast, I wrote it down. She says, you have to be brave enough to ask for what you want. I think that goes really deep for a single mom because often I think... I became a single mom with really little kids, and so did Sarah. And my kids were four, two, and eight weeks. And I remember at first having a wrong thought process, thinking, um, like, who's ever going to accept me? Mm-hmm. Or I have like a lower quality options mm-hmm. because I come with baggage. Mm-hmm. That was wrong. Mm-hmm. Instead of going, be brave enough to ask for what you really want, meaning I want someone that's going to be all in and love the fact that I have three kids. I don't want somebody who just accepts my children. I want someone who is yeah. stoked about my children. Yeah. And and Those as, men exist. They do. Yes, they do. And you need to just quickly weed through the ones that are not those kind of men. And not waste your time on them. Mm-hmm. That's and, why you got to ask the question quick. And yeah, and this... This asking the question fast is key there because, you know, you waste your time on them and then, and then for what, you know, they aren't going to be stoked. You can see it from the beginning, but I think as single moms, we, because we live in this narrative that we come with baggage, that we have all of these things, it's, it's easy to fall into the temptation of wanting to be the cool chick, the easygoing chick, the girl who's not going to ask for too much, the girl who, oh, yeah. who, who's just going to like take it in stride okay. and let it be easy mm-hmm. and see where it goes. And sure, you can be that girl if that's really what you want, but be honest with yourself. Yeah. Is that really what you want or is what you want somebody who's committed to you, committed to your children and excited to see where things go and excited to build something with you? Because if that's mm-hmm. what you want... Yeah. then you have to have the scary conversation. Mm-hmm. And if that conversation scares them away, then they weren't your person. Yeah, I think the longer you're the easy breezy girl, let's be honest, we've all had the time and place where we're going to be that girl. But the longer you're that girl, the more damage you open yourself up to emotionally yeah. and the longer it's going to take to find the right person and you might miss out on them. Yeah. The biggest heartbreak I have ever experienced Mm -hmm. in my life, the only time I think in my life that I was ever really in love and my heart was shattered was 
because I created that dynamic. And I learned from it in order to not Mm -hmm. repeat that mistake in the future. And that mistake was I was so afraid to ask for more, to ask for commitment and to ask for what I wanted because I was so afraid I was going to scare him away. I was so afraid he was going to to not want the same things as me. And then I was going to be put in this position of being like either, okay, well, then I guess this isn't for me or just kidding. <laughs> I don't yeah. either. Yeah. Um, and so I just never said anything. I never spoke into what was important to me, to what I wanted. I never, I never asked for more. I never pushed for more. I was always the easy breezy girl. And that worked until it didn't. Mm-hmm. And... He ended up cheating on me. He ended up leaving me for somebody else. Somebody who, guess what, guys? Wanted more. Mm -hmm. The men that accept the easy breezy girl are not the men that we want to, that single moms need to be surrounded by, in Mm -hmm. my opinion. And I was the easy breezy girl, and that's what he wanted me for in his life because that's how I showed up. And so I made a promise to myself that. I can, it can be easy and fun and, and feel comfortable and natural. And I get to speak into what's important to me and what I want. Mm-hmm. Cause without that, you're just crossing your fingers and hoping that maybe they can read your mind or maybe they'll want that too, or maybe they won't. And you're going to drive yourself crazy yeah. and set yourself up to be very, very hurt. Yeah. I think there's a lot of things that come into play and in how we all get into that situation. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not knocking you or because no, we've yeah. been those girls. And I know I have because I had no clue how to date. Because I became a single mom at 35 and, and I got married so young. I didn't, I didn't do the normal dating thing. Mm-hmm. But I think it's because I lacked confidence. Mm-hmm. Because So what else do you think? Why do we end up be accepting less than what we deserve? I think number one is I lacked the confidence. I didn't think that I deserved it mm-hmm. because I hadn't fully healed mm-hmm. from an adulterous marriage. Mm-hmm. And I still felt, I feel like maybe part of it is if you are accepting less than what you're truly worth, then maybe you need to take yourself out of the dating world for a while and continue to heal. Mm-hmm. And to be able to say, no, I need to build up my confidence. I need to build up my self-esteem because because we think that sometimes dating these guys and like, oh, if he, this guy asked me out, like he's hot or he's got this great job, then our confidence is wrapped up in their date request. We let them, we let them dictate our worth. I'm oh, only, right. I'm only worth the type of man yeah. whom I attract. But in that, it's this vicious cycle of you're only going to attract what you truly believe you deserve. Yeah. And I remember when I was eight years old, I was playing in the front yard with my friends and we were playing princesses. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget this. Um, we were playing princesses and, and in this game of make-believe, uh, somebody came up on a horse and I was the princess and they, they whisked me away and swept me off my yeah. feet and this was the, the game of princesses. And I remember my mom sitting on the front porch with her friend um, and she started laughing and I looked over at her and I was like, why are you laughing? I was kind of embarrassed. And she was like, she looked at her friend and she didn't say anything to me, but she said it to her friend and she said, Sarah's not the kind of girl that gets swept off her feet. Oh, wow. 
And I will never forget that moment. And that has followed me into my adult life in like what I believe I deserve. And sometimes, like there has been times, not anymore, Mm -hmm. I've done a lot of work, but there had been times through my dating life and my single motherhood where I'm like, do I really deserve the caliper of man I want? Is that even in the cards for me? And that, like those words stuck with me. And it took a long time to decide I'm worth so much I'm worth it even if I'm not worth even if I'm not with a man like I don't need a man to dictate my worth know your worth on your own I know my worth on my own and in doing so I've attracted um, a much more suitable candidates (laughs) um, and people who are not I haven't found the one yet but you know Mm -hmm. um, I've grown a lot in that and uh, or not and to be careful that a man is not using you to feel worthy himself. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that's who you open yourself up to. Mm-hmm. This is a little bit of a tangent, but I think it applies. Mm-hmm. Is I heard this interview. Um, sometimes I listen to podcasts about what guys are talking about dating advice. Yeah. <laughs> I find it entertaining. I'm like, they really, <laughs> I learned from it. But it was interesting because this one entrepreneur was talking about how when he hires um, people, he always wants to meet their spouse. Mm-hmm. And when it's a man that he's hiring, he's very, very interested in the wife or the wife or his wife or his partner because he wants to know what kind of a man he is. And he judges that based on who he's got mm. aside. Does he have a woman that doesn't have her own thing going? then he sees that person as less valuable Mm. because he says, Oh, he needs like to have his ego propped up or, but if it's a man that has a very strong equal partner, who's also has her own thing going, then he has more respect for that man and will hire that female male, both relationships. He wants to see equal partnerships instead of unequally yoked. I guess you would say. And then it made me think about the kind of the more confident and strong and self-sufficient you are, especially as a single mom, the higher quality man you will meet. Mm -hmm. You don't think about it right away. Because when I was first on online dating, I remember getting a lot, well, you seem kind of intimidating. I would, do you get that a lot too? All the time. Isn't it annoying? So annoying. But I feel now I, I began to realize that that's a compliment. It's also, thank you so much for telling me who you are. I'm really not interested in you at all. Yeah. That someone, it was almost like I wanted to get that reaction because I quick, quickly weeded people out. Mm-hmm. So you want to find that person that you are confident in your own skin and strong in your own skin. And someone values that instead of finding you intimidating. Well, and when you know your own worth external from dating and mm-hmm. trust in your own worth and what you what you bring to the table and who you are and what you deserve and you have your own thing going on and your own passions and your mm-hmm. own life and you're you're just killing the game in all of the all of the other departments, it makes it a lot easier to not settle for less. Yeah. Because when we don't know we are like, oh, this person's paying attention to me and we'll attach. Oh, this mm-hmm. person's paying... And we'll start justifying red flags and we'll start mm-hmm. trying to be blind to things that we know deep down are a big deal, but mm-hmm. like maybe we could get used to it. Maybe we could deal with it. And you already know. You already know yeah. how it's going to end. But but we live in this sense of denial because because we 
want someone to want us. Right. And when you know your worth outside of that, it becomes a lot easier to say no hard feelings. Mm -hmm. This isn't going to work on a romantic basis. Um, Good luck. And, and walk away because you know what you're looking for. You know who you are and what that partnership should look like uh-huh. and should feel like. So going back to this discussion where you, you were bravely asking for what you wanted. Yes. And saying, so you turn off your online dating profile. Um, I've had that discussion too. What do you think? What was it within you that decided I've got to do this now? Like when is the right moment yeah. For someone listening to be like, okay, I want to know my worth. I know my worth. I know what I want. I don't want to be somebody's B or somebody's C. I want to be the A and the only one. It was in being honest with myself is, can I picture my life with this person? Mm-hmm. Is this person a good match and a good fit for me? Like mm-hmm. we've, I vetted out any red flags, at least any, any initial red flags mm-hmm. and and, and as soon as I can say inside of myself, I like this person, I could see myself being with and dating this person, mm-hmm. then that for me was the time to have that conversation, whether that's an hour in or two days in or two weeks in, whatever, however long that takes you to be like, no, I like this person. Mm-hmm. And for me, there wasn't a moment to waste because I know that the person that I'm in a successful relationship with is going to feel that way about me too. And the only way that I'm going to feel that way is if he had been reciprocal of that energy in the first place, which he was. And so I had it right away. I wanted to spend zero time wondering where I stood in this human's life. I don't, I don't want to guess if you're thinking about me or if you like me or if you don't like me or if I'm being too much or not enough, or I don't want to, I don't want to guess. And so instead I know that you're somebody I want to be with. Let me ask you if I'm somebody you want to be with. And if we both agree that that's a yes, then let's give it a real shot. And mm-hmm. if that's not something you're ready to do, then I'm not your girl. Yep. And I'm not going to waste any I'm not going to waste any of my because time. Because we are not in seventh grade mm-hmm. anymore. Okay. Well, and they can have all the green flags in the world. They can have all the green flags in the world. And the number one red flag is someone who doesn't want to reciprocate your energy. That's it. That's the the number one red flag. Mm -hmm. So if you're ready to build something with someone Mm -hmm. and they don't want to reciprocate that energy, that's a red flag right there. Why would you waste any of your time hoping that they change their mind or hoping Mm -hmm. that you can one day show them that you're this diamond in the rough? Like, no, you are the diamond. And I think either they're going to see it or not. I've been there though. I've been there in those moments where it's hurt so much. Like, you know, before dating weird COVID dating world, before I met the person that my partner, Sean, that I'm with now, we've been together over two years now. Mm-hmm. But before that, I remember being rejected by someone and th- waiting and thinking that maybe I could, like I could, I could wait until he came around, mm-hmm. which never happens. And as a, forgive me, as a grown ass woman. And then like, I thought that I was like, why are you thinking this way? Mm-hmm. And I had to really do some soul searching yeah. and realizing maybe I need to work a little bit more on myself again. Yeah. Because my confidence is not there that I would have accepted that just because I thought, oh, this is a larger in life person. And I feel like that is another red flag if you think, 
oh, but this person's so awesome. Look what they can do for me. Mm-hmm is really the wrong decision, mm-hmm. the wrong kind of person, instead of um, look at what we can do together, not what they make somebody me else. feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. We have to be careful of attaching past traumas to current relationships. Because mm-hmm. the intention is different. With somebody who wants to be with you versus somebody who's, who's one foot in and one, one foot out. Let's, mm-hmm. like a hypothetical scenario, you send them a text message. Mm-hmm. And in both scenarios, no, they don't reply for four hours. Right. The person who really wants to be with you, the intention might just be, he's at work, he's busy, he hasn't looked at his phone, mm-hmm. maybe he took a nap, you know. There, it, but if you've been in a toxic relationship where yeah. that what was actually going on in the last relationship when he didn't reply mm-hmm. for four hours was he was with somebody else yeah. or he was out on another date or mm-hmm. he he was trying to make you upset by by making you feel ignored whatever it was what we tend to do is take that past feeling and apply it right. to the person who is all in they do want to be with you and yeah. that's and so we get to kind of remember like okay this he isn't him yeah. this isn't that yeah that's not what's that's that's give the benefit of the doubt here and mm-hmm. and that's growth that's mm-hmm. growth being able to say i feel uncomfortable right now i'm aware of this feeling but i'm not going to do anything about it i'm just going to trust i'm going to trust the position i hold in this person's life in this person's heart in this person's energy yeah and whatever it's going to be it's going to be and let it play out so that you can gather new evidence that says when he doesn't reply in four hours it doesn't necessarily mean something bad yeah which is just you know just observe Observe, observe your own feelings. Observe. That's why I think Sarah and I are both huge fans of journaling in those moments of waiting for responses. <laughs> or call your best friend instead of yeah. blowing his phone up. Right. Right. Like, Amanda, what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody who's going to say, mm, maybe he's just trying to take five deep breaths. <laughs> hey, we're here to help you be successful in your single mom dating life because really in a way we want you not to need this podcast anymore. It's probably not the best business plan, <laughs> but we, we are here for all single moms to, to help you live a strong and courageous life and make wise decisions, protect yourself and protect your children and love your life. Love your life. That's yes. what our purpose is. And we're glad you're here. And I, we'd love to hear what's going on in your dating life. And if you have any questions, we could try to tackle some. Yeah. Do we want to ask for questions? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Let's hear. Let's hear your dating questions. We'll give you. We'll give you our best. Our best <laughs> attempt at response here. Ten years between the two of well, twenty years. We both kind of in that in that world had ten years of dating. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been through a lot of things. A lot of things. So you, the hotlines in the show notes, um, emails in the show notes, and we're glad. I think if we could leave you with any one thought, maybe both of us. Uh, one thought that I would say is please don't rush into dating as a single mom until you're healed. Mm -hmm. You are not the exception to the rule. Mm -hmm. There is no exception to the rule. I see it constantly. And if you jump into dating post-divorce or post-breakup too soon, you're going to end up delaying your healing even more, delaying meeting the right person even more because hurt people hurt people. So please save us all in this dating world 
and get a great therapist. Give yourself six months. If you can wait a year, that's even better. And then jump into the world. That's my advice. Yeah. Yours. Absolutely. And, and know that you don't need to matter to a man to matter. Ooh, yes. You matter no matter what. And when you own your life, your worth, and your entire empire that you're building, and you're actually really doing it for you, you're gonna attract the most amazing man yeah. effortlessly. You are a really good mom. Thank you so much for joining us for the Brave Single Moms podcast. We would love to hear from you. Here's a couple ways to connect. Number one, take our fun free online quiz. Are you ready to date? It's super cool and either result you get, you'll get free gifts to help you in your journey. The link is in the show notes and we'd love to hear from you. Call us with any questions or struggles you're having in your single mom life right now or dating life. We'd love to weigh in on that. The phone number is 530-4AMANDA. And we'd love for you to review this podcast that helps more people find it and even share it with a single mom friend. Someone you know that could really hear this great information, copy the link to this and paste it in a text and just say, hey girl, thought this might help. Thanks so much. Again, would love to connect with you. Join our Single Moms Club. Just go to bravesinglemoms.com. Get your brave on.